All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In My Humble Opinion. Today, you have just actually, you have me, Jesse Tincher, and finally, David Robinson's back in the house. Hey. All right. We're back for another basketball podcast. We're clearly going to be talking about the the new 2020, if you want to throw an asterisk on it, whatever, uh, champs of the COVID bubble season, the LA <laughs> Lakers, LeBron adds championship number four, also caps it off with the finals MVP. David, what are we thinking? I mean, you, we, me, me and you are both LeBron guys. I mean, not no disrespect to MJ. I'm, I, I love MJ too, but uh, if he wasn't in the conversation to the people out there, he's in the conversation. It's one and two. Whoever you want to put one, put one. I, I'm not like Jesse where I'm gonna like fight you to the death for it. I think, I think, I think LeBron is one. I get if you say MJ's one, I get it. Like I can make points for both. I think. But it's one and two there, whatever way you want it. And I think LeBron's still got some time, man. He's got at least, I think, another one to two really good years, maybe even three if he keeps doing what he's doing, man. But, yeah, kudos to him. Kudos to the Lakers, you know. Crazy year, crazy season. But they did it, man. And uh, uh, I think me and Jesse both picked them to win, so it kind of says it all. Like, you know, kind of gave us our validation. What do you think, Jesse? Yeah, um, you know, the GOAT, greatest of all time, for you guys that don't know. Um, I like to call him LeBron James. Just unbelievable. Just so freaking good. Um, But more importantly, let's – we'll backtrack here. So our last episode was during the the conference finals. Um, We, like, didn't really go too deep in on the Western Conference Finals. We both just said that we thought the Lakers were going to win. I think – I don't remember if we gave an exact um, game, but I think we said game five if we did. Um, But we did speak more about the Eastern Conference Finals because that was more of um, a debate. Like, you know, a lot of people just kind of expected the Lakers to sweep the Nugs. Um, David, in that – prediction said he had the Celtics winning in six I had the heat winning in six um so then we both went to our finals predictions David had the Lakers winning in six against the Celtics I had the Lakers winning in six against the heat um one of the two was just a little more accurate David who who was that um I don't know man someone I got lucky I think honestly Oh, that's right. It was me. Um, yeah, I, I did uh, say the Heat were going to win in six, which they did. I did say the Lakers were going to win in six, which they did. Um, go back and fact check me on the previous uh, NBA episode, but we did. I oh think more God. importantly, I think the Lakers were kind of a shoo-in to win the whole thing. I think it's more important to kind of talk about the Heat. Yes, because we're from Miami and we're Heat fans. But more importantly, we we were underdogs at the beginning. Then we lose arguably two of our best three players in Goran Dragic and Bam. And that's when everyone was counting us out. And we go out and we win, uh, what, game three? And then our, we won game four. 
and then we won game five. Game three and five? I don't know. We won two games. I think it was three and five. I'm pretty sure it was three and five. I think it wasn't back to back. It was three and five. We won two games. Uh, I th- I think that says a lot about um, obviously was- we all knew Jimmy Butler. That's like his 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 like personality, his demeanor is never give up. Like he's a dog, he's gonna fight. But I I think it showed more about like the other players on the team, the young guys who who were Jimmy was clearly rubbing off on. Um, uh, Jay Crowder's another guy like Jimmy. He's a dog. He's never gonna give up. Uh, what what'd you take from that? Uh, I, I hate to be that guy, but I think the Heat just one, one, maybe two pieces away from being uh, champions. I know, I know people are like, oh, well, they they won two games. Like, yeah, I mean, of course they're a good team. They're what kind of Jesse's was saying for a long time that I I definitely agreed with. After a while, after watching a little more basketball, paying a little more attention, that they had the chemistry, they played as a team, the pieces fit together well, they had the right atmosphere and all that. But I think. No offense to the Heat. There's a lot of talent there, but the Lakers just had more talent. Like, you have to have elite-level players. And not to be disrespectful, I think Bam's a great player. I don't think Bam is an elite player yet. Could he get there? I, I, I'm i not saying. I definitely think it's a possibility. You never know. I, I think the Heat are just a point guard and a stretch power forward away from being like top dogs like i i know the giannis talk is big i don't i having giannis would be sick awesome i'd love it but i don't think that's necessary like i don't think you need to trade away a bunch of your pieces because i think that's part of what got you here i think you have young guys in duncan tyler Kendrick uh nine the none forgotten hero bam. of the season none and bam i mean no offense to I, I i don't know what none's gonna be i think he's gonna end up being kind of a spark plug guy off the bench i think really hero and bam are your guys that like that like you know there's a lot more just like surfaces like they're scratching the surface there's a lot more they can be yeah i agree i agree and like the reason why i said none was the the forgotten hero was i don't know if people realize none was arguably uh one or two uh for most of like the the regular the actual regular season pre-covid was the one or two in the the rookie of the year debate? He was popping off. He was the starting point guard for the Heat. He was like dropping like twenty a game, balling. And then uh, COVID, like the COVID break happened, and they go to the bubble, and he ended up contracting COVID, and then that made him like have a a late start to practicing and playing. And then he also had to fight to get back into game shape. And by that time, it was already the playoffs, so. Spo had his rotation, so he didn't really want to mess with his rotation, even though he knew what none meant to the team um, previously in the season. And then when we would go down big in games, he would throw none in as like a little spark plug guy, like you're saying. And he would, he would, he'd go in there and drop a quick 10, 12 points in, in uh, a, not a lot of time. Agreed. Agreed, man. And, um... I, I don't want to underestimate him. I just he didn't have an impact because you know of all, all the reasons you listed. It kind of sucks. Hopefully he could stay healthy and you know show a little bit more of what he did this year. You know, just like all of them, even Duncan Robinson. People don't realize this Dunk. was his first really good year. His first one, first really good year ever. And I think he, ever, yeah. not even like in the NBA, in college, in high school, like ever. 
hundred percent. And I think he could be a JJ Reddick type guy, 18 mm-hmm. points a game, you know, shooting off the dribble, shoot spot up shooting and being not a total liability on defense. I know JJ has gotten older. He's definitely got a little worse, but like Duncan showed a lot of effort in the finals. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I think there's, I think there's steps he can take as a, as a passer, like, you know, passing out double teams, you know, passing, Instead of just like you know, off the like you know when they set screens and comes off the drill, just finding people in the pick and roll and the and stuff like that, just little things like that. And then obviously defensively, but the man's a shooter. He's a he's nasty. You know, he's only you know that's already a skill alone that's going to be valuable on any team. But I think there's he showed some strides on defense, which is good. I think he's got to keep that going going forward. And just, dude, the Heat have a good future, man. Like I said, personally, I think it's a point, a true point guard, all-around point guard, a guy that can create for himself and others, like, consistently, you know, and a stretch four, because Bam's the five. That I think if you get two guys like that, like, man, the, the Heat, or just even just one, and keep the core, like, what you've had, and mostly everyone together, man, the Spolstra's to the helm, that's just lethal, man. I think, I think that's just going to be the case. I, I agree. I, I love the young guys. I hate when I see the, the rumors or the, the um, discussions about the Heat trading for Joel Embiid, but we're giving up like Bam and Tyler Hero. It's like, why? Like, we have those guys for a couple more years on a, a cheap salary. They showed plenty of potential and um, like development through just through the playoffs alone. Like not not even like throughout the season through the playoffs we saw Tyler Hero grow into, I would say a young superstar, like obviously like he he's not like Devin Booker where he's gonna step on and like go out but we saw the moments like where he's dropping thirty something in a game uh, like yeah he also had the games where he was where he only had like ten points and he he missed like ten shots but still like you, you still see that personality that possibility there and and sure. it, it's not going to happen overnight and i uh, i i want to see is is there names like i know i don't know about you but i i don't really off the top of my head know all the free agents that are going to be out there i know giannis is a big one but a lot of people think there there would be a sign and trade action going on there which i would be anti but are there guys out there specifically that would fit the roles that you would like? And that could be, I think Jay Crowder is going to be a free agent and there's other guys on the team that you think we should resign. Uh, I mean, there's a couple guys I can think of on the top of my head more for the stretch forward role. Pretty sure. I think Giannis is one more year. He's not a free agent this oh, okay. year, but I think uh, Danilo Gallinari, I think is a free agent this year. If he chooses to be uh, Jeremy Grant with the Nuggets is a, per- a player I personally really like that I don't think I don't know if they're willing to pay mm-hmm. Paul Paul Millsap if not because I think they had to choose between them I know Paul Millsap is a little older but you might be able to get him for a little cheaper very versatile power forward uh, I agree with you I don't really feel like we need a trade for anyone um, point guard wise am I, I'm not positive who's a free agent necessarily but I'm not saying you have to get anyone crazy but if there's a valuable and good point guard, we got money. Like, I think you got to do, do something like that. Like, and that's not saying, Oh, don't keep Drogic. It's just, I don't think Drogic stands for that point guard. And if I'm being honest, I don't think anyone else on the team is a true point guard. Like hero could do a tiny bit, mm-hmm. but hasn't shown the level of consistency or no offense awareness to be a 
a consistent creator. I think none is more of a scorer than anything. So, I yeah, I really think a point guard that could set up others and create for himself, like, and has a high IQ is something you want. And obviously, defensively, we would like a defense point guard. Like, I don't, I just think, me a point guard, like, it doesn't have to be a guy that gets 20 points a game. It can be a guy that gets 15, but, like, can set up others, set up himself, you know, right. run the pick and roll, penetrate, and play good defense. Like, just be yeah. a high IQ player. Like, I, I, a guy like that would fit tremendously. And then power forward. A guy that's very switchable, very versatile, can shoot the can shoot the ball, you know, like a Paul Millsap, like a Jeremy Grant, guys like that, you know. I like Jeremy it's, Grant. That, yeah, I think he's fit great. That's a guy I didn't think about, and I knew he was going to be a free agent, but I didn't really think about it until you said it. Um, yeah, that's definitely someone I would I would really like in that position. Um, at point guard. I'll look right now, see who's a free agent at point guard, honestly. Yeah, point guard, I think it's most important that they're they're going to be a defensive uh, guy because you can't have, like, a a non-defensive guy with Duncan or Hero on the court at the same time, especially, like, nowadays how everyone wants to switch and kind of, like, draw that matchup. Like, you saw that. LeBron switched countless times till he had Tyler Hero on him, and then would just take advantage of him. Like, if you have too many of those guys on the court at one time, that's why Hero and, and Dunk on the court at the same time. I think we fall into that zone defense to avoid that, but it's still something I'm not a fan of. Yeah, it's. I agree with you. Like, I think defense is a big one. I I still think the creating is a thing because like Jimmy showed a lot more like you know ability to create Mm -hmm. but like it's not a consistent guy like you know what i'm saying um i mean fred van fred van fleet who's someone i know you like as a free agent i don't think he's really that guy but he could be a guy that i kind of like that really isn't the four but would be more create show some more creating would be bogdan bogdanovich you know if you get him not overpay for him but a guy like that I Montrose Harrell's a free agent. Maybe put him at the four. I know he can't really shoot. I know that's your boy. I know he can't really shoot, but like I think him with Bam would be really formidable. Yeah. Tim Nillo, like I said, still there. I'm not really seeing the necessarily the point guards. Brandon Ingram's like a restricted free agent, but obviously he's probably gonna get resigned. That defense, ten, like, like defensive tenacity that we would have with with Montrose and uh and Bam would be, and then imagine with Jimmy and Jay. Like, had all four of them on the court at one time. be insane. I mean, a guy for cheap that we could get maybe would be, I know he had a rough year, Mike Conley. Yeah, not like great. Conley too. Not, not crazy great, but, like, solid. I mean, I, I really do like the Jeremy Grant thing. I, I, I think that's really would be a solid signing. Bogdan Madonovich would be great if it was at the right price. Uh trying to trying to look through this real quick and see if there's anyone else that I think would fit well with the heat point guard wise it doesn't seem like there's a ton of options there's like some decent bench options maybe get to market to Marcus Cousins for the cheap have him off the bench I kind of like Kelly O though I, I want to like I like Kelly O I know he's not like super athletic so it kind of like screws us when uh mm-hmm. when like he comes in with Bam because then like like I was saying people switch on to Duncan and Tyler Hero they'll switch on to, to Kelly and take advantage of how slow he is. But I still like him, like, offensively, and, and I think he's still, like, 
a good defender, just obviously not when it comes to, you know, point guard or LeBron James. Yeah. There's definitely, like, some good guys. There's not – I'm not seeing a ton of point guards here, truthfully. Just a couple, like, good value flyer guys. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if the Heat's – like, Chris Dunn, if the if he doesn't stay with the Bulls. I don't mind that, to be totally honest with you. Give him a chance. I think that's a solid guy mm-hmm. who's a good, good defender with really good size. Yeah, freak of an athlete, too. Yeah, like, I, I definitely really like that. Um yeah, there's not really a ton of point guards here. I feel like you might have to trade for one, but I mean, there's definitely some really good forwards and stuff like that, and some good uh, big guys. So, I mean, there's some stuff to be done, and like a like a small trade, I wouldn't be mad at either. Like I said, just just minor improvements, man. You know, yeah, nothing crazy. I don't feel like we have a ton of free agents. I think it's really just Jay Crowder and uh, Drogic are the main guys. Um. I know you like Olenek and stuff like that. I, I do feel like you might need to get rid of Olenek or Leonard. I don't really think you need both. I agree. I agree. Uh, unfortunately, that's that's just the case. If you can get rid of them, that's some cap off the thing. Get another guy. Yeah, but there's there's moves to be made. And then, I mean, I don't know about you, but the Heat, I just think progression with the young guys is the main thing. You know, you want... I think you want Bam to show more consistency with the mid-range jump shot, maybe start experimenting with some threes. And then for me, for me with Bam, it's my only other little complaint is just just continue to get stronger, you know, and be able to, you know, really like do some work down low too. Not that he has to be such a skilled post-up guy, but like, you know, make sure he can box people out. Make sure he can consistently hold people there down low because he's not the tallest guy. But really yeah. it comes – it comes down more to his jump shot and his ability to create. Cause I think that's where he has a ton of value is his ability to create, to continue working on that handle and your, your passing, but really focus on that jump shot and just keep building, man. And then hero consistency, consistency and IQ for me is like the number one thing. And just dude, you were known as a shooter. Not that like I'm on pigeonhole him, but like consistently be able to shoot the ball like a little bit better. Like his shot like, looked a little funky in the finals it looked a little yeah. different i think he was forcing it man i really think he was like he just kind of like was trying to do too much and he was just being inconsistent he was forcing he was being sloppy and i think like part of that is like working on his body like hero 100 percent to me needs to get stronger and you know work on his athleticism a little bit in the ways he can but really just you know work on your handle a little bit work on your ability to create because i think that's what the heat saw when he was like being aggressive and like getting by people with his handles and attacking the basket where he was the best, but he's just not big enough or strong enough there yet to really dominate that. And I don't think his handles good enough to get by people every time. And he's not like a crazy athlete, you know, you're going to have to be crafty and resourceful and right. strong. And then just dude, you're kind of, you're supposed to be a good shooter, like show a little bit more consistency with that. Like he seemed very streaky. And then obviously there was times where we saw his awareness wasn't the best. He's only 20, though. He's a young guy. You can learn that stuff, but focus on your craft, man. If he focuses on his craft and really starts building on that consistency and the like, the IQ and awareness, I think that alone will raise him to another level. And then, obviously, like Duncan, we kind of talked about focusing on defense, continuing to be a good shooter, but just also working on that passing a little bit in, those, in the shooting situations, like pass out of a jump shot, you know, pass out pick and, off the pick and rolls and, like, 
screens and stuff like that. Just be aware. Really, that's really it. He and then is none. So money. He is. He is. And then none. Just keep keep doing what you're doing, man. And I would say consistency for him too is a big thing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being consistent. And for me, for none, honestly, it's just work on that jump shot, being a little more consistent. Because I thought he was really good at getting to the basket and even finishing. Yeah. I thought the jump. I thought the jump shot got streaky after a while. Like it was hot at first, and then it got kind of streaky. Yeah, I agree. What What are you looking forward to about next season? It could be like about anything, anyone. Um, could be like you know, LiAngelo or whatever, Lamelo, the youngest. Lamelo. Yeah, Lamelo. Uh, I'd say the Suns, man. That would be one of my biggest things. I want to see what they can do. If they can continue to put some stuff together, I want to see what they do with this free agency. I want to see if they can stay healthy. What's the next step for that team and Devin Booker and, you know, Aiton and all those guys. Like, I want to see what they could do 100%. Um, I definitely want to see what LeBron does in age 36 season, of course. I, I, I want to see what teams do. I always love free agency in the draft. I want to see – where the players go, what's going on there. Like more than that, I count a team that I also want to see what they do is the Rockets, man. I kind of want to see what, what, if they do trades, if they tear it apart a little bit. And the same can be said for the 76ers. Like, what are they going to do too? Got a coach, but what's the next move? I think really next year, like the, the young teams are going to be awesome to watch. Like the Suns, we saw a lot with the bubble. I think the Grizzlies, let's see what the next step is there. You know, stuff like that. Like that. Like the Grizzlies fully healthy. Everyone on that young guys, Jaron Jackson, Ja, Dylan Brooks, uh, Melton. Uh, if they bring back Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson. They got Justice Winslow. Like, dude, they got the whole squad back together and like everyone progresses. Like, that's dangerous, man. And then another another guy, one last guy, and then you go, Michael Porter Jr. I want to see what he is next year. Full season. You didn't even talk about my boy. I'm very disappointed. Who? Zion. Yeah, I'm over it. The big body goat. Over it. He's so athletic and he's so freaky to watch. Um, I'm yeah, so I'm interested to see what they're going to look like. The Pelicans. Um, I'm interested to see if the, the T-Wolves have the first pick and apparently they like uh, LaMelo. <laughs> I'm interested to see what that looks like. I want to see Lamelo in the NBA. I just want to, I just want to see that. And then uh, Brooklyn, Kyrie, uh, KD, uh, like the, Steve Nash. There's a, there's a lot of like interesting things going on uh, with that team with the Nets. The Warriors. The Warriors. Healthy. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. I, I didn't even think of that. Which one? The Warriors. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, they have this. They have the second overall pick too. Yeah. They should take it. A lot they, of people were should. saying they should trade out, trade that pick for like a player. Probably. They probably should because they got the they got Wiggins, but it's either trade the pick or trade Wiggins in my mind. Yeah, you think they would get uh, that kid from Georgia? Yeah, if they trade Wiggins, you I think you have to take Anthony Edwards. Yeah. I th- it, Oh, man, I just want to see LaMelo. LaMelo's like – I think he's like the most famous out of all the brothers because he was the one doing all the crazy shit. Like you'd see, like when they're in high school, like t- pulling up from half court, like these dumb passes. Um, 
I felt like he was the like the the one doing the most obscure and like random and crazy stuff. He's good though, man. I I think he's he's a really good passer, and I think he's like he's very he has a lot of like different finishing moves that I really like, and he's big too. He's like six six. I just think it's like his shots ugly, like not as bad as Lonzo's was, but it's ugly too. I think his time in uh, Australia too allowed him to be more professional and mature, because that was For like sure. a big thing about him. Like he like. Like you could tell he's just like super cocky and would do like all this dumb shit because like he was really good and everyone else wasn't good and it was like high school you know like everyone knows high school isn't that serious um yeah but when he was in australia like he played more professionally and he would like go off and he was playing with the um, what's the other guy the uh, there is another kid he wasn't playing with him they were in the same yeah. league though well that's what rj I mean. hampton yeah RJ yeah, yeah. Hampton. yeah that's what i meant that's my boy that's my boy he's underrated yeah cole anthony too cole nah, anthony's stock yeah, fell his, his stock fell so much because unc was trash last year but cole yeah. anthony was nice though he was and eh. dude he didn't shoot well like his percentages were kind of butt yeah man team was terrible though We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. He could be good. You're damn. You're damn right. He could just be something. He, he didn't look that amazing either, honestly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was still like super explosive and like quick. Like you could see like the, like the tools. Like you know how like five yeah. star like athletes. Like you could see like all of the the things that made him good. But like I felt like he was trying to like do too much. Like because he's at like one of those prestigious programs, UNC. And they were awful, and it honestly wasn't because of him. But you could tell that he was trying too hard, trying to like carry them and do everything to like for them to win, and it just wasn't happening. I don't even know any of the other like tra- like draft guys. Uh, I honestly I used to read a bunch of it. My boy that I really like is your boy. I actually two boys from your squad, bro. Devin Vassell and Patrick Williams. Those are my dogs. Vassell is nasty. Uh, I didn't really like know Patrick Williams that much because he he was only there for like a year. They're both. He's just dude. He's like six eight, and he's just like really like dude. Like I, he has a lot of potential. Is what it is. You know who like because you're talking about FSU now. Jonathan Isaac started to like look like like a. a I know he he had, like, not a star role or, like, a big role on the Magic, but he started to, like, be a contributing piece as a starter for the Magic before he uh, blew out his knee in the playoffs or, or right before the playoffs, whatever it was. Um, I was starting to get excited for him, and then the injury happened, and that totally screwed him. Yeah. Uh, it's about, dude, injuries, man. Stay healthy, bro. It sucks. It sucks. I hate when players like that, they're showing a lot, get hurt, you know? All right, hold on. Sorry for you guys at home listening, but we're recording uh, on Tuesday night during the Titans-Buffalo game, and Ryan Tannehill was just like four yards past the line of scrimmage and threw the ball for a touchdown pass. They reviewed it, and they called it a touchdown. They said the call stands. Yeah, it was a touchdown, bro. Sure. Did, did were you watching that? No, I'm not even that. kidding. He was like three or four yards past the line of scrimmage and threw it. Interesting. It was to Johnny Smith, so you got some points there, but it's not Ooh. like it's gonna help. Oh, okay. Disrespect. 
<laughs> don't start. Don't start. We're not talking about this on this podcast. All right, we're gonna we're gonna Damn, wrap it bro. up there. What you mean? He has eighteen point five points. He's got two tutties. Yeah, I know. Bro, I easily could have won this game. My defense didn't have negative four points, and Josh Kelly didn't wet the bed. All right, let's wrap it up. Booty. <laughs> you have anything else to say about basketball? I'm done. Uh, not. I know we talked a lot about LeBron, but also mad respect to Anthony Davis. He's nasty. He just top five player for sure. I can't wait to see what he does next year. And dude, I I hope I hope the Lakers honestly have another good year last year next year not last year next year and they actually make some improvements and lebron and ad stay healthy okay so that reminded me of what i want to say uh yeah obviously mad respect for the two guys who clearly carried the lakers through uh the playoffs but you gotta put some respect on two dogs that have experience Rondo. going to the finals. Yeah. Rondo, Rondo and Dwight. Like it's also a, it's about time for Dwight. Like he hasn't won one before, right? And and no. he, he kinda deserves like this one because he actually worked hard. A lot of people might take that away from him because you know he wasn't like a starter or whatever. But he came in clutch towards the end of the like the playoffs for them. Like JaVale That's McGee was starting, but Dwight was playing crucial minutes. Play, like he was the enforcer he was coming in with that attitude that physicality changing like the pace and momentum of games and then obviously rondo we saw what the lakers looked like before rondo like when he had the broken hand or thumb and then he comes back after the injury a little early and rondo just helped relieve that stress uh that lebron had to carry of being the point guard because they didn't have anyone else that could do it and so when LeBron would come off the court, you'd just see a very dysfunctional team just trying to feed the ball to Anthony Davis, and Anthony Davis just couldn't do it. And, uh, I like, a lot of respect for those two guys, Dwight and, and Rondo. They deserve that, that ring for sure. For sure. Also, KCP, man, lights out in the finals. Yeah, he stepped it up for sure. I, rem- I, I was listening back to the previous episode, and I kind of threw a little shade at KCP because he wasn't looking too hot in some of the early series. But uh, yeah, KCP was freaking money, unlike Danny Green. But um, uh, <laughs> I uh, had to sneak it in there. What are the odds? Okay, sidetracking here. What are the odds you think that Bronny and, and LeBron play together? Maybe not same team, but at the same time. I think there's like a forty percent chance. I think it's happening, because the. All right, like if you think like time frame wise, like best case scenario, Bronny's finishing his sophomore year, like right, or he's in his junior or his sophomore year. That's sophomore, I believe. Okay, so he has three more years of high school. Then he has a fourth year that he has to be removed from college or from high school to go to the pros. So year five, so that's five years from now for LeBron. I I I think it could happen. I yeah, it'd be, four, it'd be four years from now, so LeBron would be 39. Yeah, 39 or 40. He could do it, but it's not It's not going to be the same LeBron. No, no shot. Honestly, I'm going to say this, hot take, hot take. I, I, I need to see a little more from Bronny, bro. I think he's getting uh, – he's good. He's not, I'm not saying he's not good. I think he's getting more love than, like, he deserves. I've seen some, like, articles or, like, 
watch some videos where like or like where they talk about other players and they're like this guy's done more than Bronny. Why is this kid why is Bronny ranked higher than them? And like I kind of feel that like no offense to Bronny, it's not his fault. Like so I'm not shading on him. It's kind of, I I'm one of those people you know me like when a lot of bandwagon happens a lot of hype happens on something and I don't fully agree with it. It it kind of like pushes me back down a little bit. It makes me not hate on them but just hate on the whole thing a little bit. Yeah. And I just want to say I think Bronny has talent. I think Bronny is a good player. I just I, I want to see that next step. You know, this year's his time. Last year he was behind a bunch of really good players. And there's still going to be a bunch of good players on that team, but now he's going to play more. So let's hope let's see if he balls out his sophomore year and does a, and shows a lot. I agree. It's a blessing and a curse of uh of being like the child of the greatest of all time. Like I mean it 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 doesn't specifically have to be for a child of like LeBron, but I mean, didn't Sharif also have special treatment? Like Sharif was seen as higher. I know he had like the medical issues, Sharif O'Neal. Um, mm-hmm. Like Zaire got, I mean, Zaire wasn't highly touted, but Zaire was getting more looks and more credit just because he is Dwayne Wade's son. Um, like the, it happens like all over. You, you look at all these, like, especially for us, a lot of the guys that we grew up watching uh, in the NBA a lot of their kids, like uh, Kenya Martin's son, wasn't he playing with uh, Bronny and Zaire? I don't know if he played with them. I think he played like near them or, or something, like AAU or something. But he was getting a lot of looks. Like there was, there's a lot of like guys that we watched growing up that their sons are now getting more uh, limelight because of obviously the social media and, and their their parents image for sure oh it's always going to be that way and i feel bad for the guy the kids because they take a lot of heat sometimes it's not really them but you know i hope all these guys show out because you know i hope they live to life i don't want anyone to like be crapped on when it's not really their fault it's hard to live up to people like lebron and stuff like that yeah. or kenya martin or any of those guys they're all quality players yeah and, we, and uh like we didn't know him personally but we we went to palmetto i'm sure a lot of the people listening uh, either went to Palmetto or know of Palmetto in Miami. Um, and Tim Hardaway Jr. went to our high school. He was five years older than us or four years older than us, so we were never mm-hmm. there with him. But I know there was an issue uh, that he had because he was constantly being compared to his dad uh, who played for the Heat. And uh, like that, that kind of like – drives a wedge in between like that relationship that father-son relationship and also it it takes away from the love of the sport for for a lot of those kids because like a lot of them are being compared to great nba players and they're just young kids trying to play basketball and get better and and not have that constant pressure and weight on them exactly man Literally that, dude. Like, they're just kids at the end of the day. Let them have fun. Let them enjoy their time in high school because it goes by real quick, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. <laughs> I hope everyone's happy. I can't tell you the next time this could happen. Soon. 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 Promise, guys. Yeah. I Hopefully, you'll be able to do the next Pick'em episode. I, I'll make time for it, honestly. Let's... Let's try to do it tomorrow, hopefully, guys. Sorry I haven't been around, guys. Been started a full-time job, been busy. and uh, But I'm going to make time for y'all. I miss y'all. I miss Jesse. We'll get it done. Pick'em's tomorrow. 
Yep. Um, so, yeah, we're definitely going to make our – tomorrow's Wednesday. We'll definitely make our pickums tomorrow. The Titans and, and uh, Bills game just ended. The Titans actually whomped the Bills. Uh, shocking performance by by Josh Allen and the, the rest of the Bills. Uh, Titans looked really good, actually. Um, but, yeah, we'll do our pickums. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this basketball episode. Uh, I don't. I don't force. I don't see us doing another one in in the future for a while at least. Maybe when college basketball starts up, we might do something. Um, but the NBA, I, I they they don't even know when they're going to start back up. I think they're talking December. about December or January when they could yeah. have fans in the stadium. Um, but who knows? Uh, stay we'll do some college football. College, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do some college football because now, I mean, we still lost, but I'm growing faith in the in. I I always like Jordan Travis personally, but I'm growing faith in the Florida State Seminoles. We actually looked good in a game of football. Jordan Travis, who cares if he can't throw? He will just run down everyone's throat. Call him the next Nick Marshall. Okay, guys. <laughs> if you want to watch the real football team, tune in. Uh, I believe October twenty fourth. For the Ohio State yeah, Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah, We can't Your all have cheaters. Champions this year. We can't all be fans of a cheating program and an organization. Okay, tell that to UM fans. Sorry, guys. University of Miami. <laughs> cheaters. Uh, I was actually shocked by that game. Absolutely shocked. I thought UM would have a very competitive game, and they just got – I don't know if that reflects positively on Clemson or just shows how overrated and how bad – the competition was that UM played going into the Both. game. But anyways, Both. if you guys want to hear that, comment or, I don't know, reach out to us, something, to let us know you want to hear a college football episode. Uh, even if you don't, we probably will do one anyways, but whatever. <laughs> um, hope you guys enjoyed it. Share share with us what you think about the NBA season and offseason. Um, this is Jesse Tincher. David Robinson. See ya. Forgive me for my wrongs, I have just begun. Rosie.